Soul Cycle Tampa is something that I waited a very long time for. You guys all know that when I got out of training, they were just talking about it, kind of batting around the idea. And I was like, sign me up, put me the first on the list. I want to go. I want to go so bad. Um, and, you know, being like the, the way my mind works is I always have to have like a goal or something that like I'm trying to work towards. So I'd have a sticky note on my mirror that would remind me, you know, like Soul Cycle Tampa, it's coming. Keep working, keep pursuing, and eventually we will get there. Um, and so now that it is here, I got so focused on pushing forward that sometimes I forget to appreciate exactly what we have going on right now. And uh, it's, I think there needs to be some sort of a balance between having goals and having dreams and always pushing, but then also realizing that a lot of the times that the things that we were asking for a while ago are the exact things that we have in front of us. And I'm so guilty of not appreciating them from time to time. So this city has a couple different meanings for me. Um, if you haven't listened to a single episode thus far, I'm actually a native Floridian. I was born in Clearwater and then we moved to Dallas when I was 12. Um, so this place is special to me because I had a little bit of my childhood. I do consider Dallas home just because I did all of the big kid things there, like learned how to drive a car, graduated from high school, all that stuff. Uh, but then also the other side of this is that like, this city was a place that I've always wanted to move back to. I've always wanted to move back to Florida. Um, and me and my ex-husband had actually talked about that, you know, eventually at some point moving back. And so, you know, one of the other reasons why I tried out for Soul Cycle was because it would kind of give us a way to get out of Dallas and give us like a another a fresh start somewhere new to go uh which we desperately needed and um turns out he just changed his mind and said like I don't want to move anymore and I was like <laughs> okay um this is kind of unhelpful considering I tried out made it going to New York and this was something that we had talked about and I told Soul Cycle that I was willing to relocate and now you want to change your mind. Perfect. Um so this was a place that we had talked about coming together and now I'm here all by myself. And I was I was nervous. I was really nervous. I I have never like Full on move to a, a place all by myself, not know anybody, and you know have have to do that. I've it's something I've never had to do before, so I was kind of scared. Um, and I remember showing up for like our preview rides, which was the Friday, like right before we opened, and you know I'd been I'd been teaching in in New York where people had been riding with Soul Cycle since like the beginning of time. And I didn't really know like what, what class was going to be like coming down here. Um, so I was, I was nervous about that and 
and then obviously like what kind of music do do people like and like what what kind of music do they listen to down here um so I had decided like I'm going to open with Dream On by Aerosmith because who doesn't love classic rock um and I remember there was this group of women over in the corner that just like started to cheer whenever it came on and I was like oh yes this is gonna be good um and class was great it was like I'm sitting here and I'm watching people and I, I I took the time to really like kind of look at the room and, and see like, okay, you know, like kind of what, where are we at? And, um, Tampa is a very athletic city and obviously there's a baseball team, there's a football team, there's a basketball team and like sports are really big here. And so I, I was like pumped because before coming into this, you know, we opened on a Saturday and one of the very first classes of the day is a soul survivor, which is for one full hour. And I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. And then after I was done with class on Friday, I was like, nah, this is going to be great. They can totally handle this. Um, so we come into the survivor class and I'm like, all right, I was like blown away yesterday. So we're going to like hit the ground running and, Ever since that day, it's only gotten better and better and better. And one of my favorite parts about my job is hearing you guys talk about how you're achieving things and you're like, oh, I was able to hold the beat the whole time or I was able to like, you know, put three extra turns on my hill or, you know, whatever. Like we love hearing about your accomplishments and that gives us a lot of joy and it makes us feel like accomplished, like, okay, like we're, we're getting strong. We're, we're, we're doing things. We're doing it. Um, and you know what, one of the, one of the, the struggles that I've had being down here is that I get too far ahead of myself that like, I get really excited and I'm like, Oh, like, and I think really far ahead. Um, and then I kind of like, I end up getting let down because I'm like, my brain is so far ahead, but like what's actually happening, like reality is like a little bit further back. And it's like, no, no, no. Like you just have to manage your expectations and like, we'll get there. We will get to where your brain is. We just have to give it a little bit of time. Um, so one thing that I've, I've always tried to do, which my dad made us do in, in high school is that he would make us have a, a six year, six year, six month, one year, three year, and five year goals. And within each one of those time frames, you have a personal, a like academic or work related goal, and a spiritual goal. Um, and I I would always get like annoyed doing these in high school because I'm like, oh my gosh, dad, like these are so stupid. And now I do them every single year. Um, surprise, dad, you're welcome. So. You know the the years that that I that are like the the big milestones. You know the I I I give myself like pretty pretty big goals, and then that six month goal is kind of like my way of checking in of like okay like how am I holding myself accountable to get to that one year goal, and you know I I try my hardest every single day to wake up and remind myself of the the nearsighted goal and like how am I what am I going to do today to to get where I want to be 
what what am I capable of doing today that's going to help me achieve something in the future? And one of my favorite people to listen to, her books are the bomb, is Rachel Hollis. She has a quote where she says, nobody is going to want your dreams like you do. And the person that's going to work the hardest for what you want is yourself. And the opportunities that we are given are ours and how we choose to elevate them and how we choose to take them to the next level is is up to us. So this opportunity of coming down here to Tampa, I was given, but what I choose to do with it is completely up to me. And I I've I've got some big plans for for Tampa. And I'm I'm trying to stay very present and and waking up every day and just reminding myself like what how, how are we going to get there and am, am I doing things today that are going to help me get somewhere and what I found is that staying really present is much easier when we focus on all the things that we do have and that you know when you're so busy and you're so consumed with being grateful for the things that you've been given and the things that you've been blessed with. It's like you don't even have the time or the brain space to think about the negative stuff or what you don't have. So when I make my goals and when I want to pursue certain things, I try to come from a place of like, you know, I've been given this and how am I going to make it as big as I possibly can? How can I, how can I take this to a level where it's like, all right, I've done absolutely everything I possibly can with this. And I actually heard a quote the other day that somebody said, and it was, life is what you make it. And it's not a quote that I've like never heard before, but for whatever reason, it struck me in such a way when I heard it. And so I got to thinking about it and like, why did it mean so much to me? This is what I've come up with, is that who you spend your time with matters. The things you spend your time on matter, whether they're big, little, everything in between, they matter. And the energy that you put in to something matters. And whether or not people understand that is not really any of your concern, so Again, we'll go back to Rachel Hollis. Another one of my favorite quotes of hers is that the opinions that people have of you are none of your business. And it took me a while to like really understand what that quote meant. Because um, at first I was kind of like, mm, I mean, I care what people think, but I care about what the right people think. And the people that are going to have a problem with you know how how i live my life or you know what i choose to do like they obviously just don't get it and that's okay that doesn't make anybody a bad person um it just maybe doesn't make them right for my life and that's okay that is okay So part of my 2020 goal is actually like a, it's really just like an addition to a couple years of building up 
to this. So, um, you know, my first one was know what you want. And obviously from my second podcast or the episode, you guys realize how long it took me to get (laughs) to a place of knowing what it is that I actually want. And then after I got there, it's like, okay, how do I go after it? How do I take it? How do I attain it? And that's kind of an ongoing thing uh, because obviously my goal was to become a soul cycle instructor, but there's levels to being a soul instructor. And I want to take it to the very top, man. I want to take it as far as I can possibly go. And so the last part of it, which is my 2020, is to stop apologizing for it. I heard for so many years that you know, I just had like this obsession with working out and I'm like, no, that's not what this is about. You know, part of the reasons why working out is really important to me is because of the the mental side of it. You know, it allows you to push yourself physically to a place where, you know, maybe you've never been before. And it almost, it, it, it not almost, it does. It, it gives me the courage to say, okay, like, look at how far I physically pushed myself. Now let me go out in the world. Let me kick ass mentally, emotionally. Let me, let me do my thing. And, you know, when I was in like my very lowest point, I always knew I was able to go and push myself physically And it just, it gave me this fighter mentality. And I've said it in class many times that no matter how low we get and no matter how dark our world might seem, we always have something to fight for and that's ourselves. So that brings us to like present day. And I'm not kidding you guys when I tell you that I do. I wake up every single day and the mantra that you guys maybe, I have no idea, have read on the Soul Cycle website, mine is boss up and be the best version of yourself. And, you know, I, I, I will never ask for anyone in my life to be perfect. I know that people make mistakes. I make mistakes on the reg. Like, so I, I'm not silly enough to think that somebody is perfect. And I, I don't, I don't ever want somebody to ride perfectly in class. I, you know, I constantly want to push you and I want you to stay hungry and like come back because you're like, oh, I want to be able to nail this. I want to be able to do this. And, you know, I look at myself in the mirror and I, I, I tell myself, I'm like, fix your face and be your best. Now that might look different than yesterday. That might look different than how it will tomorrow. But today is, is what I can focus on. And today is what I'm worried about. Because if I get too far ahead, then I get overwhelmed. And there's no point in trying to fix what happened yesterday because it's already done. So how can I wake up and be the best version of myself today for the people around me?